Hello everyone. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. I'm excited about this one as per usual and it's something I've thought about for a long time. It's kind of the whole foundation as to how I started the Out of Here podcast and it really supports my vision behind it. So I tried to make this episode as descriptive as possible to put things into more of a visual perspective for you to better understand the message. The Out of Here podcast is a sister company to The Holistic Planner, bringing health and wealth together to provide individuals the educational resources to grow their personal and financial well-being. Starter Fitness and Nutrition Coaching falls under the health pillar of our business and our clients work one-on-one with their coach to improve their nutrition and physical health and achieve all of their wellness goals. Online and in-person training is available as well as mental and spiritual support. To learn more about the Holistic Planner and Starter Fitness and Nutrition Coaching, please visit www.holisticplanner.ca slash starther-fitness. Welcome to the Out of Here podcast, a place for us to get out of society and float into our truest self. I'm your host, Elena DeChico, and I'm here to share my journey with you in hopes to inspire you to explore yours. Now let's get the heck out of here. Okay, so today's episode is dedicated to all my stubborn and resilient people of society the ones who stand tall in what they believe in, the ones with the beautiful souls that flourish from the earth, the ones who are grounded, centered, and hold truth to their own perspective. You are the wildflowers of the world. Think about society and the box we've all grown up in. This box is filled with expectations and standards and structures, and there's one light in the middle of this box. It's an artificial light that everyone tries to crowd around. And this light is also the source of education, news, and food. Everyone follows the same patterns and there's really no room to be free and wild. If you go outside right now, you will probably recognize the similarities between the houses on your street by looking at the shape of the house, the color of the bricks and garage doors, Similar landscaping with flowers, hostas, and trees, and a few cars in the driveway. And don't get me wrong, the curb appeal is wonderful. And it is actually really nice when people take care of the outside of their home and their lawn because it shows a sense of gratitude. And I know that I am very grateful to have grown up in an environment like this where everyone around me puts in an effort to maintain their lawn in a way that is visually appealing. Seeing this when I was younger really made me feel safe around the neighborhood because there was always a sense of love, care, and structure. But that's also where this box begins to get a little crowded for me and people start to react instead of reflect. I see people stress out about the weeds on their lawns, you know. It's July, it's summer in Ontario, and a lot of people stress out about all the weeds on their lawns. Those Little yellow dandelions, they just ruin the whole aesthetic. And people begin to buy everything on the store shelves to chemically destroy these dandelions just because the grass is no longer a consistent, perfect shade of green. So what I want to know is what is it that makes a dandelion different from other flowers? 
Is it because other flowers are chosen to be part of the landscaping and planted in a specific spot to like please the aesthetic look? Why do we need to destroy the dandelion but we don't destroy other flowers? And the answer that I have come to find is because dandelions are wild flowers. They weren't physically planted there. They grew on their own. They can be a little bit invasive and the stages the dandelion goes through aren't as appealing. And they just don't really fit the aesthetics and curb appeal. But what people may not know is that dandelions and other wildflowers, they're actually there for a reason. And many cultures use these wildflowers as medicine because they come from the earth. So they provide for us. Since most lawns have some type of chemical on them or have a chemical treatment, I do not recommend you going out to your front door and picking some of these dandelions to use for tea. I do not recommend that. But that is what they were used for. And dandelions specifically are antioxidants. And they actually have incredible health benefits. They help lower blood pressure, reduce inflammation, regulate blood sugar, and are a natural diuretic, just to name a few benefits. And on top of the health benefits, dandelions play a huge role in our ecosystem, providing pollinators with a source of food in the early spring. I remember when I was a kid, I loved picking those puffballs in the yard and making a wish and blowing out all the fluffs and they just fly into the wind. Those puffballs were dandelion seeds. And by doing that, I know you guys all did that. By doing that, we were encouraging the distribution of dandelions. The wind takes those seeds and they carry them and wherever they land is where we will get more dandelions. <laughs> they would get these beautiful wildflowers everywhere and we always used to pick them and say, oh mom, I brought you some flowers. Like we weren't wrong, they're flowers. <laughs> Instead of turning to nature's medicine to prevent those issues or to help us heal from them, we turn to man-made medicine because these wildflowers only grow outside of the box of structures. And don't get me wrong, the man-made medicine, it has done some wonderful things, but it also has provided us with a lot of negative side effects. And I think that if we had more natural things in our lifestyle, we probably wouldn't need this man-made medicine. So at the beginning of summer, I planted a bunch of tomatoes and other vegetables in my sister's garden and I haven't had much of a chance to maintain it as usual and she's not a huge gardener but I went over there one day to pull out some of the weeds and maintain the garden and I saw how amazing all the tomatoes were doing. They weren't even tied up. They were just free to grow however they wanted and we have like 40 tomatoes growing. The plants are massive, luscious and they're all doing so amazing and guess what? The garden is covered in weeds. <laughs> One tomato plant that is in a pot, it looked skinny, dead, dry, has no fruit on it. And seeing the comparison made me think, as I was barefoot in the garden, made me think, why am I pulling out this grass that's classified as a weed or something bad, clearly not harming the plants? It might look like a jungle, but it's actually kind of beautiful. And this visually chaotic garden is growing food for us to eat from the natural cycle of Mother Earth. So I left them and the garden is flourishing and it's beautiful. If those dandelions have so many amazing benefits, how do we know that the weeds that are in the garden with my tomatoes 
don't have those same benefits, if not better benefits? And how do we know that those weeds are not feeding the tomatoes? There has to be a reason why the tomatoes are doing so amazing, even though they're covered in weeds. There has to be a reason. And so I just left them because it didn't make sense for me to pull them out. What if I'm gonna what if I pull them out and they're gonna die? Like I don't know if I don't know if these weeds are maybe feeding the plants naturally because Mother Earth works in her own way. And nature is actually so amazing in that sense where it's going to provide nutrients to things around itself like it's it's going to provide nutrients for animals and birds and plants and you know like it's gonna it's gonna feed itself so how do I know that these weeds are not feeding my tomatoes that I planted so we left them they're beautiful we have tons of tomatoes and I'm very excited to see how they taste if our box had windows or doors we would be able to see all these beautiful wildflowers maybe soak in some natural sunlight, get some fresh air. But unfortunately, this box that we're living in, it limits our vision and influences our perspective. And if you stop pushing and shoving yourself through the crowd of people to get to that one source of light in the box, you start to get shoved into the corners and left to be isolated in the dark. And this darkness on the outskirts of this box, because remember, people are focusing on that light in the middle of the box. So a lot of people are trying to stay within the middle of the box. So if you get pushed to the outer edges of this box and you're in the darkness, this darkness creates a new reality for you. And at first, it's very scary. It's a little bit lonely. It's cold and very consuming. But being isolated isn't always a bad thing. And that's because when you are isolated, you finally get to be alone. You get away from the structure and the pressure to fit in. You have the ability to listen to your own thoughts, hear your own truth. Being in this darkness, it allows you to see that little crack of shining light peeking through the outer edges of this box. And once you find your way out of the box, you will see that there's a whole world around you. It's a world filled with natural light and fresh air and nutrients from the earth and freedom. Freedom to be whoever you want to be. No expectations, no structures, no standards to live up to. You get to be a wild flower amongst the other wild flowers. And being in that box, it gave you some insights. So now you can take that and utilize what you've learned to create a new reality for yourself. This freedom allows you to hold your head high. It allows you to listen to your truth and gives you the ability to grow into that truth. This growth then gives you your own sense of safety and it opens a new perspective on love and care and nobody around you wants to destroy you because they are also wildflowers and they want to see you flourish. They want to see your stages of growth, the good and the bad. They know how important you are to the earth and that your seeds will bring life to the field. You have filtered out the toxins and provided so much value to the rest of the ecosystem. And even though it's not always appealing, 
Your journey makes it beautiful. I know how intimidating it is to stand tall amongst the other wildflowers in the field, but I also know how amazing it feels to freely flow with the wind and feel the rain pour down and the sunshine beaming on you. I now have the ability to grow, so I know that as I'm growing, there's going to be people that want to get rid of me because I disrupt their aesthetic. The aesthetic that they have been influenced to love and maintain, and the very same aesthetic that at one time in my life made me feel safe and loved. My growth, my truth, and my freedom, they give me safety now. I don't fear standing tall anymore because I know my perspective and what benefits me. I know that the ones who are still pushing and shoving their way to that source of light in the box, they are just afraid of the dark. And I know that my truth is much bigger than that box and no amount of pressure will ever make me want to go back into that box. Everyone has a different journey through life and if you're happy in that box right now, then I'm pushing you to continue to fight for your light. If you're living amongst the other wildflowers, then continue to stand tall and embrace the life that you created for yourself. Wherever you stand right now, just remember that you can't control others and their journey. Just focus on you, believe in yourself, and leave others to explore their own life. We all learn at different times of our life, and we learn lessons when we need to learn them. I know I am a wildflower, and I stand tall in my truth. I'm okay with others not agreeing with me, and I know what I need. I know what I want, and I know I want to be amongst the natural beauty of the earth. I know that this path I am on is not the same as anyone else's, and I respect that. I recently became certified in EFT, which is Emotional Freedom Technique, or otherwise known as Tapping. And this method uses meridian points throughout the body to release and move any stagnant energy that may be blocking you from get, getting in touch with your body. And I love this technique because it can be used in any situation, especially anxiety and confidence issues. And I love working specifically in this area because I know how consuming it can feel to be anxious in any situation. And I know how freeing it is to have it under control. I know right now is an extremely stressful time. And I've seen a lot of people feeling pressured to live in this box of standards when really they truly do not want to. So I want to help you step into your truest self. And if you'd like to talk to me more about this or have any questions on how I can help you or to do an EFT session, I would love to do that. Please send me a message on Instagram at elena.dechico and I will love to talk to you. That's it for today, guys. I just wanted to share that quick message with you. I hope you took this episode and you're feeling inspired and I really wanna see you all continue your path of growth. So thank you so much for listening and just remember to hang on to that love, that, that love and light that you have within yourself and know that your uniqueness is what makes you you have a great rest of the week guys i will see you all in the next episode <laughs>